playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino aka number 25 on all latin podcasts aka mr unsuable for the 11th week running what is going on i hope everybody is having a great great week i hope everybody's having a great great day I hope everybody actually went out and voted. And if you did, it didn't even matter because it didn't count. The Democrats stole it. I'm telling you, they stole it. <laughs> We're definitely going to speak all about that on today's episode. I just want to give a huge shout out to all the new subscribers, all the, a huge shout out to all the new listeners, a huge shout out to everybody emailing me for some reason i had three emails uh, this week um asking for advice you know if it's not financial advice it was like relationship advice i don't know why but hey um hopefully i helped out i am gonna bring those uh emails in for next week's episode you know give a little advice column towards the end see how that goes you know what i'm saying anti-ways i hope everybody is doing well you know what i'm saying um if anybody hasn't checked out the andrew show the andrew uh 26 101 show i think that's how it goes go check it out me and truth teacher made an appearance on one of his uh one of his videos and we basically broke down Kim one, two, three. We broke that down. Uh, we broke down his ideology. We broke down, you know, what makes him focus on Mr. BBC folks is Mr. BBC. Um, what makes him focus on Mr. BBC for 10 years? I truly am completely amazed that somebody uh, like Kim could be actually on this BBC journey for 10 years running and he constantly 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 just talks about that one thing it gets old after a while you know what I mean so we broke that down go check it out it was me and truth teacher towards towards the middle of the of the video and it's like three hours long so I hope you guys get your popcorns and snacks ready um, I'm definitely going to read last week's episode is episode 115. I'm going to read on the comment. I'm just going to read one comment right now because I know for a fact this is going to be a long episode. All right. So last week's episode, the type of white allies we need episode 115 franking on front, which everybody should be subscribing to. The most accurate way to tell if a so-called white ally is really about what they say is to see if they're willing to sacrifice their comfort and privilege 
to stay true to what they know to be facts in the way that Jane Elliott has done. Social media, photo ops, and cop hugging protesters is not going to cut it. A hundred percent agree. If they're willing to risk being ostracized by members of their own community for a greater good, then we're off to a good start, but we still shouldn't drop our guards. One hundred percent true. Um, I can't disagree with uh, Franklin up front more. Um, you guys should definitely go subscribe to him. Um, he basically um, said basically everything that I was saying in that episode. You know what I mean? Um, we should we shouldn't be you know. Um, a white person comes into the mix and we drop everything and then just go to to that, you know, to that person, you know, I'm like, oh my God, white mommy, white daddy. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So we shouldn't be doing all of that. Now, um, I'm just jumping into the main topic. Okay. So I'm, uh, jumping right into the main topic. Uh, the, the thing, the thing is, is because. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be a long episode and there's a lot of things to break down. Okay. I'm going to do something very different for the main topic for YouTube only. This is going to be on YouTube and you're watching this on YouTube. Then you're going to see what I'm talking about. It's going to be visual. I'm going to be actually showing some videos and certain things. I'm going to be showing proof of that you will not hear on the podcast. So if you want to see that. Go to my YouTube channel on, on the, on the podcast, you know, episode 116. So you can see it. I will reference it. Like, so like, let me give you guys an example. I'll say, well, there's a video showing Joe Biden kicking the dog, but anyway, you know, you shouldn't. And right there I'll, you know, on YouTube, I'll have a edit while I'll show the video and you know what I'm saying? So if you guys want to see it visually, go right ahead go right ahead anyways now let's go to the main topic let's cut the bs now the first thing i want to talk about is florida latin cubans for trump now the thing is when the election was happening. I did a whole, a whole election live thing. You know, we were on my live stream, basically like a YouTube family and just discussing it, discussing certain things. Um, we were looking at the map demographic and certain states were turning blue, certain states were turning red, certain states uh, stayed red, other states stayed blue, you know, stuff like that. Right. Then when Florida finally locked in their votes, it was all red, right? You will be like, yo, what the fuck? All of Florida is red. This is bananas. Then if you go deep, do a deep dive in Florida, you will see that most of the major parts of Florida, like Miami, Tampa, Orlando, they're blue, right? Okay. Mind you, these are the places where the majority of people like to point to that. Oh, Hispanics are going to, are going to take this, uh, over. They're going to give it a Trump. Hispanics are going to take this over and give it a Trump. 
You know what I'm saying? This, this is what they were saying. This is what they were saying. And they were pointing out these certain cherry picked cities, which I, you know, went at Professor Black Truth. Not Professor, I'm sorry. Well, they're both the same. Professor Black Truth, Jason Black, they're both the same. So I went at, I went at them um, because Jason Black said something wrongfully false. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, try to paint the whole Latin community. You know what I'm saying? And one brushing all that. So on Twitter, on Twitter, while the elections were going on and everybody was trying to find out the results, on Twitter, Latinos were trending. And they were trending because everybody was painting Latin people as being racist. Oh, they're racist. No wonder you can't trust the Latin people. Da 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 da. They're racist. This racist that. Racist this. Racist that. And I even presented this to the whole panel while it was going on. I said, "Is it fair to judge someone based on their voting? You know, is it fair? You know, is it fair to put them in the racist category or the coon category?" Some people would say it is fair. Some people would say it's not fair. Really depends on how they see it. It really depends on how they view view it. But this is what they're they're saying, right? So, um, a lot of people were saying like, yeah, you know, it's not fair. You know, there's different way reasons why they will vote. But again, none of these candidates actually promised anything tangible to the Black and Latin community. So. To me, it just looks like we were just voting just to vote. You know, basically throwing away that vote for no apparent reason or whatever. So I was like, that's stupid. That's kind of dumb. You know what I'm saying? But they were saying, you know, Latin people are racist, Latin people are racist, Latin people are racist, right? When you further go into the numbers of people in Florida, who voted for Donald Trump. By the way, by the way, just let me say it real quick. There's a lot of people that saying voting for Biden, it's like, it's it's unnecessary, it's unnecessary. Um, There's no reason to vote for Bi Biden and all that other stuff. Um, You know, you're coons if you did, then if that's the case, then, then we shouldn't be giving that racist label. You know what I mean? But anyway. Any anti-ways, let me just go into it. If you go to the numbers, you will see that majority of 50% of Cubans voted for, for Donald Trump. And the rest of the Latin people, rest of Latin people, none of us voted for Trump like that, just like the Cubans did. I'm not gonna say we didn't, but the majority of us, no, we didn't. It can, you know, it was more, more democratic, 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 because that's what Latin people vote for, democratic. And even on t in TV, the Florida poll showed Cubans voted for Trump 71%. Puerto Ricans voted for Biden 66%. So there is a distinction in, you know, demographics. Again, the Latin community is not a monolith. You know what I'm saying? The Latin community is not a monolith. The Latin community is we don't think one way. We barely get along with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We barely get along with ourselves. So 
the thing is, I found something very interesting. Since people were calling Latin people racist and all this other stuff, blah, 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 because apparently everybody wanted to, wanted to lump Cubans as all Latin people, right? Okay, y'all want to do that? That's cool. Um, something interesting happened during the elections. There was articles like saying 18% of black men voted for Donald Trump. And other articles basically saying that black men shift, uh, shift slightly towards Trump in record numbers polls show. That says a lot. So where's that same energy for black folks who voted for Trump? There's no hashtag unless until like later on, you know, there was black voices for Trump that happened later. But what's up with that? Huh? What's up? What's up with that same? I keep that same energy. Because if we're talking about all oh, Latin people are racist, which is a big hole in that logic, right? There's a huge hole in that logic. Because if we're racist for voting for Trump, that means black people are racist for voting for Trump too. But some would say black people can't be racist. So that means that should imply also to Latin people that can't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, which one is it? Keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? So I presented this on Twitter and some people were coming at me telling me, Oh, nah, see, the thing is, um, the only black people that voted for Trump are immigrants. You can't prove that. That's all FBA, ADOS bullshit talking points. You can't prove that. You cannot prove immigrants, black immigrants only voted. You can't prove that. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Cherry pricking certain Twitter accounts doesn't mean a goddamn thing. You can't prove that. You know what I'm saying? So... All I was saying is keep that same energy because all I saw was excuses for the other side voting for Trump. But when it came to us, we were racist, white supremacists, this and that. Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Which one is it? So it's it's funny because um Tina had a live, right? And, and mind you. I'm not Cuban. I don't got no Cuban friends. I never even met a Cuban in my, actually that's bullshit. I only met one, one Cuban, but that's about it. For some reason he was Nieta. I don't know why, but whatever. So Tina had a live the other day and somebody who was Puerto Rican Dominican joined the panel and he lived in Florida. And I basically asked him a question. Can you explain to us? the mentality of the Cuban down there, because I'm trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure it out. And he actually gave a really, really, really great breakdown on the mentality of the Cubans down there. And I want you guys to hear what he had to say. I got, I got a question for you. Can you, can you explain to us the, the, the psyche of the Cuban down there. All right. This is <laughs> all right. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah that I, was. That I'm, was gonna, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna try to get it quick. The Cubans see themselves distinct from everybody else. When, okay, I often talk with the Cubans. I have Cuban friends, and. I often fuck with them because they don't see themselves as immigrants. They see themselves as political refugees. 
So that's where the distinction comes from them and the rest of the Latin American people that come here. You feel me? They already have it in their mind that they are a privileged class because they come from a communist country. But the thing, the thing that a lot of people don't understand, a lot of them say they come to, to they, they come from the communist country. They come here, but within one or two years, they're going back to Cuba to show off what they got. Mm. They come here, or these, I, I mean, it, it, back in the day, they would come here. They would get food stamps. They would get uh, uh, housing. And one thing I have to give them, they help each other out. So if you got a fucking guy, okay, who got here on a goddamn, on a, on a balsa, if you got a guy that came here and his clothes are still wet and he goes and he applies for a job and you, well, somebody like myself, as an American citizen, somebody that was born and raised here, educated here, bilingual, applies for that same job in Miami, I'm probably not going to get it. He's mm. going to get it. So they, they see that they see themselves as a distinct class. The whole Republican thing is they live in an echo chamber. And all this goes back to the Bay of Pigs because they feel that Kennedy screwed them by not giving them any support to invade Cuba. Mm. There is on in La Calle Ocho. I'm sure you guys have heard of La Calle Ocho. They have they have a torch with an a, a, it's like an eternal flame. It never goes out. And that's in dedication to the Cubans who fought in the Bay of Pigs. Okay. Oh. That, that is the starting point of when the Cubans started to fanaticize himself and endear himself to the Republican Party. And these people are hard, especially the ones that came here post-revolution immediately. Put, I'm talking the 60s. Subsequent to that, you got Lo Marialito that came in, 80, in, the, in, in 1980. You guys before were talking about Jimmy Carter and why Jimmy Carter lost. Jimmy Carter did not know how to handle that, that particular uh, part of Florida history. He let them in, okay? And when you listen, when you go back, if you can listen to the newsreels of that time, of 1980, it's like that you, you hear the cops saying, it's like, we're, it's like an invading army coming in to South Florida. Crime shot up a lot. He, you know, and Castro said it himself. I flushed the toilets of Cuba on the United States. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Okay. And, yeah. and, but what happened is not all of them were criminals. A lot of them went on to become very successful people. But, they, but see, the thing is, anti-Castroism became kind of like a un negocio, like a, it was a business. You, I, I didn't realize till much later on that the Cuban-American National Foundation was actually getting money from the federal government to continue its operations. Wow. So you, when you have these staunch anti-communist Republicans like Reagan, Reagan loved these people, you understand? And they, they, they felt that he was loyal to them and they were loyal to him. So the, the echo chambers keeps going. Fidel, 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 Fidel. And, and, and no, porque que comunista, que comunismo, blah, 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 blah. And that's what happens. That's why the, the, they keep fanaticizing themselves. So, but now let me let me ask you, um, Tina, she made a very good point in the beginning of the live. I'm going to repeat what she said and pretend I just came up with it. Um, she, she said that uh, it's very... It, it's it's contradictory that the Cubans are benefiting from some democratic 
of you know policies. They're, they're benefiting from some democratic policies. It's very, it's kind of, it's kind of hypocritical because they, you know, they're benefiting from some democratic, you know, policies, but yet they still vote high minority, majority Republican. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, one of my one of my Cuban friends, okay, because he was talking to me about the stimulus check that he got from the government, okay, and he comes to me and um, he said. Tap dancing. <laughs> He's like, Mira, Sere, me llegó el chequecito. And I'm like, <laughs> Sere. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, que bien. He's like, no, brother, es que en este país el gobierno no va a dejar que la gente pase hambre. No. No, he didn't say that. Translation. He, he, said, he, said, he said that in this country, that, um, the government is not going to let the people um, go hungry. Now, that right there is an explanation on, as to what is going on with the mentality in the psyche of a Cuban up in Florida and Miami. As you guys remember how I just saw, it showed you guys, Miami and Florida is mostly blue. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? That, that whole narrative kind of goes out the window. but. We kind of understand why the Cubans in Florida vote majority Republican. The dude broke it down and shout out to Tina. Go, go subscribe because Extina, she has a lot of these informative lives. You know what I'm saying? Very informative, very educational. So go, go subscribe and hopefully you guys catch it. Shout out to her, but that's what the explanation is. You know what I'm saying? They see themselves as something different. These Cubans see themselves as, okay, we're refugees and the Republican party got us because the Republican party is against communism and they bring that to them. You know what I'm saying? They bring that mentality to themselves. They bring that mentality to their children. And then it goes on and on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? But what's not fair is to paint the whole Latin community based on the Cubans. Just because the Cubans vote like that, that is not fair to paint the whole Latin community as the Cubans. 100% not fair. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like everybody else painting Asian people for what, you know, what China is doing in, in China or you know, painting black, all black people by what black people are doing in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't make sense. But the thing is, it's not mostly black people that's causing this division. Let's keep it real. It's not mostly black people. It was white folks also. White folks are causing this type of division because some of these white folks are, you know, instigators, infiltrators. They're also white supremacists and they want to see a lot. They want to see us fighting. You know what I'm saying? Because let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100% real. But this year, this is the first time I've seen in my lifetime where black and Latin people are actually having conversations together. Black and Latin people are actually sitting and actually talking out the differences and understanding each other. And actually in the streets, you're seeing a unity. You're seeing a type of unity happen that you haven't seen in a while. 
And that right there is scary. That right there is terrifying. Why is it terrifying? Because let's keep it real. We see how black folks mobilize, right? We see how black folks mobilize in the streets. We see how black folks mobilize out here. Um, you know, when they want to protest and all that. It's very easy, very quick, and it's effective, right? Imagine, just, just look at their numbers. Imagine if we joined that. How scary is that? That shit will look like a goddamn that a million man march. That joint will look like a three million man march. Come on now, are you serious? If we had black folks back, and that that is scary. So obviously, the powers that be want to cause division. Obviously, the powers that be want to put these little narratives out there for anti-blackness. So we could look like the bad guy and people like me, Tina, Truth Teacher, and all these other people have to come out and actually debunk the bullshit that's already out there. You know what I'm saying? Because a lie goes around the world way faster than the truth could put its pants together. It's true. It's 100% true. I'm gonna give y'all examples. Look at um, Andy Batista, his, his bugged out video went viral 55,000 people saw that shit hundreds of thousands of people wrote articles about that shit it even went semi-viral on instagram and on worldstar basically it hit a million views right if you combine everything together right it hit a million views my little bullshit video talking about that that this motherfucker doesn't represent us that shit only hit eight, 8,000. A million views to 8,000? That's nothing. Only a few people are, are getting to know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm saying? Only a few people. And yeah, shout out to Troy TV because he's the one that actually put my message across out a little bit more. But yeah, what? Come on, only a few. Only a few. When the Dominicans were being looked at, at chasing black folks out when that was a complete 100% lie. Millions of people saw that shit, started attacking us. I made videos and everybody else made videos going against it. What, only a couple of hundred thousand views on that shit? Over a million? Come on now. The, the, the lie is way more juicier. You know what I'm saying? Cutting a piece of clip out and adding that shit in and just putting a painting a narrative, that is the type of shit that, you know, will stick on people's heads and be like, oh shit. These motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? These, you know, they want to cause division. The powers that be want to cause division. The dominant society want to cause division because they know if black and Latin people go to the same trajectory, <laughs> trajectory as we are now we're gonna we're gonna eventually join and unite and our numbers will grow and that's scary to them that's very very scary to them even the media they know this and they know this this is inevitable the media has already been for for years now pumping out little things about black and latin unity in media 
I don't know if you are catching that. There's a new video game about to come out in a couple of days. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Black father, Puerto Rican mother. That's in the media. Spider-Man. Oh shit. A, a big, a big, wonderful, you know, uh, uh, is a character. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Man's a popular character. What are they going to start uh, um, um, thinking when Miles, you know, when there's toys of Miles Morales or the black Spider-Man, you squeeze him and he starts speaking Spanish. You know what I'm saying? That's scary to a couple of people. Um, power, power two. The um, the 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 storyline is that, uh, you know, Mary J. Blige is with uh, was a Puerto Rican uh, kingpin. Black and Latin unity right there. You know what I'm saying? Love and hip hop. Amara, Amara La Negra is, is smashing every black dude that comes up in there. You know what I mean? But if we talk about outside of sex, if we're talking about outside of sex, there's also other other examples like Deezus and Mero, you know, comedy duo. Deezus and Mero is a, another example of black and Latin unity. This has been happening in the media. This type of thing has been happening in the media and we cannot, you know, look look the other way because they already see it they see it before we do you know what i'm saying they see this shit before we do so when they try to cause division among us we should not fall for it my people we should not fall for the deceptive tactics we shouldn't fall for it when they try to cause division within our group we shouldn't we should call it out and go back to the same narrative. We have to learn how to control the narrative. That's the thing. We have to learn to control the narrative. Now, let me go to the whole election thing and break that down. I want to start off by letting you hear what Bernie Sanders said about the election. All right. Although the, the, the election uh, is November 3rd, and it's been said that we won't know the results until days later. W when do you think we'll know the results? All right. Jimmy, you raise an important point, and I hope the American people understand it, because this is something I worry about. My view is every vote must be counted. For reasons which I don't have the time to get into tonight, you're going to have a situation, I suspect, in states like Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until, I don't know, election day, or maybe when the polls close. That means you're going to have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. Here is my worry. What polls show and what studies have shown is that for whatever reason, Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. Republicans are more likely to walk into polling booths on election day. It is likely that the first votes that will be counted will be those people who came in on election day, which will be Republican. And here is the fear, and I hope everybody hears that. It could well be, and, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. But it could well be that at 10 o'clock on election night, 
Trump is winning in Michigan. He's winning in Pennsylvania. He's winning in Wisconsin. And he gets on the television. He says, thank you, Americans, for reelecting me. It's all over. Have a good day. But then the next day and the day following, all of those mail-in ballots start getting counted. And it turns out that Biden has won those states, at which point Trump says, see, I told you the whole thing was fraudulent. I told you those mail-in ballots were crooked. And I got, you know, we're not going to leave office. Wow. Okay. So this is what, you know, this is what uh, uh, Bernie Sanders said. Now, do you guys believe him? Because this is what I think. And I'm going to keep it 100% real. Okay? I'm going to keep it 100% real. I think that the Democrats stole this shit. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it 100% real. I could be wrong. A lot of people I ran this idea by say that I'm wrong. A lot of people are like, you're an idiot. Are you dumb? No, they didn't steal this. Say that I'm wrong. I get it. I get it. 110%. The thing is, the thing is that it's just, it's too weird. It doesn't make sense. This whole thing does not make sense. You know what I mean? First of all, let me just say real quick. I'm not mad that the Democrats stole this election. Do I believe that they stole the election? Yes, I do. Am I mad about it? No. The reason why is because Trump stole the election four years ago with the help of Russia. So th that's the reason why he got impeached. Okay. That's the reason why he got impeached. Let's keep it real. That's what it is. Let's, I don't want to hear. No, this is not what now get out of here. He fucking stole the election with the help of Russia. That's the reason why he got impeached. So the Democrats are doing this shit now. I don't care. I don't care. The reason why I feel like the election was stolen besides the whole, you know, the whole mail-in ballot. The reason why I believe it was stolen because first of all, Biden had no support like that. Biden had no support like that. Pandering like crazy, you know, having their pasito on and all this other stuff. What? Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? He didn't really have a huge support like that. He wasn't really going out here and talking to the people. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have huge support like that. Not whatsoever. So it's kind of weird to like, wait a minute. Hold on. Biden won? What? And let's not even talk about Kamala Harris. Oh, Jesus. Let's not talk about Kamala Harris. Are you serious? Are you serious? Kamala Harris. She's a, she's, she's another one. She didn't have support like that. She didn't have support from the community like that. Nobody liked her. No one liked Kamala Harris whatsoever. No one, no one. So that thing was her popularity count was super low. Um, you know what I'm saying? Her popularity count was actually pretty low. It says polls. Polls show Democratic voters favor Warren, Warren 
for vice president. They considered Elizabeth Warren over Kamala Harris because she was so unlikable. You know, um, it says right here also, um, another estimated poll, actually these, if you actually click on the, the link, which I did, you, uh, you can see that they actually asked a bunch of black folks, um, in their community in two States, uh, Detroit, and, um, and also I think was it uh, Detroit and I think Atlanta, they asked a bunch of black folks around there and they actually found out that Kamala Harris's, um, popularity um count was 65 percent but elizabeth warren's count was 78 percent amongst the voters now during during bernie sanders the people who were writing for bernie sanders shifted over to elizabeth warren after sanders left bernie sanders supporters favored warren 61 percent and they only favored um, Kamala Harris, 42%, which was insane. She didn't have support like that. Let's keep it real. Kamala Harris didn't have support like that. She was, you know, she, she was out here in Tim's and people were basically, oh my gosh, she, you know, she's bringing Tim's back and all that other stuff. Um, you know, she had her crazy, crazy, crazy track record on on california like come, are you serious you know what i'm saying are you serious so both of these people really didn't have that much support they didn't have that much support but they were they were around here acting wild talking about yeah well you know if we if we win you know we'll do this if we win we're gonna do that you know what I'm saying? No wonder they didn't promise anything because they knew the shit was in the bag. You know what I'm saying? No wonder they didn't promise anything. No wonder they told Ice Cube. They told Ice Cube, yo, don't worry about it. Come talk to us after the election because we're going to win this shit. They couldn't tell them too much. <laughs> they couldn't tell them too much. They were like, yo, Ice Cube, listen, check this out, homie. Come talk to us after the election. I'm telling you, you're going to want to talk to us after election. No, nah, but we all want something for, for, for black people, uh, Putnam plan. They're like, all right. Yeah. All that shit is nice. Come talk to us after the election, bro. Trust me. You're going to want to come talk to us after the election, but the, but the, all right, that's cool. I'm telling you talk to us after the election. We can't say too much. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on now, they were stealing the shit out of this. You know what I'm saying? They stole. Listen, there's videos, multiple videos, multiple videos of people catching um people collecting um um ballots, you know, um in the middle of the day when they already claim certain states. There's poll watchers literally going on camera saying, yo, they're stealing this election. I'm seeing it right now. You know what I'm saying? There was multiple videos like this. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. And th that's what I'm saying. I, they stole the fuck out of this election. You know what I mean? They stole it. So this is what I think. This is what I think happened that the democratic party and the Republican party got together. Right. And they said, yo, 
check this out. Um, Republicans, we know that Donald Trump is making y'all look bad because you cannot control him. And the people, they're rioting, they're burning, and all this other stuff. Trust me, we can calm them down. Let's work together and get them the fuck out of here. And I believe that the Republicans and the Democrats got together and said, you right. This is what we're going to do. Uh, we know f on the, the Cubans are a bunch of coons and they're going to vote for, for Trump. But we're going to get you Georgia and Pennsylvania. We got you. Don't worry about it. And I think that's how I, I think that's how the talk went down. I think that the Democrats and the Republicans got together and started to uh, started it started plotting. You know what I mean? That's what I true. I truly believe that. I 100% believe that. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't make any sense that the Democrats, that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, so unlikable will win. It's insane. It's insane. Now, this is something, this is something I put on my community page and also on Twitter. I said, since Joe Biden won, does that mean there's racial equality now? And everybody overwhelmingly, everybody said hell to the no. There's no racial equality. There's not going to be no racial equality. The same goddamn thing is going to happen constantly, 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 constantly. Mind you, these white supremacists are still going to fucking threaten threaten um joe biden and shit and you know the democrats and all that because they're gonna be now they're super republicans you know what i mean um like that video about that dude talking about shooting up a school you know what i'm saying so so you know they, they're gonna be they're gonna be emboldened the only reason why i like that the fact that joe biden won is because now we don't have a uh, open white supremacist basically endorsing white supremacy white supremacist cc you know? <laughs> we don't have a open white supremacist endorsing that talking about stand back and stand by you know not uh, um saying shit like i'm the first white nationalist president blah 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 you know what i'm saying at least that we're not gonna have somebody dog whistling to these white supremacists to rally behind. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that the Democrats are, go are going to do anything. No, we listen, we're still going to get shot out here in these streets. We're still going to go through a lot of bullshit. There's still going to be a lot of protests and all that and anarchy. I know the Democrats are not going to do that, but at least these white supremacists, there's white supremacists, <laughs> these white supremacists out here won't have a holy God to look up to. You know what I'm saying? They won't be emboldened by this motherfucker. You know what I mean? At least. But this is what I think is going to happen. This, listen to what I'm saying, and this is what I think is going to happen. Two things that might happen out of this. Two things. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? If you're sitting, you better stand up. And if you're standing up, you better sit down. Cause you're not ready. Are you ready? All right, here it goes. Two things might happen. All right. Two things might happen. 
Number one, this is the first scenario. In 2024, you know, a new party might come out of this ran by Trump or ran by somebody endorsed by Trump. And this is going to be very, very dangerous and important because now Trump has the base. Trump has the base. Trump has a silent majority. And right now, this is a huge, huge, huge embarrassment for him. And they want him and they want to see him win. So what's going to happen is nothing is going to stop if he doesn't go to jail because there's a lot of things happening right now that are saying that he might go to jail, but I, something might happen. You know what I'm saying? Something might happen where, um, they, they start a new, you know, these, these people are going to be like, we're okay. We got embarrassed, but not again. We're not going to get embarrassed again. This is not going to happen again. So a new party might, might come out of this ran by Trump or endorsed by Trump. And that party right now is going to, um, in 2024 is going to start having legs to run. And that, that might be very dangerous. That might be very, very dangerous because let's keep it real. The Republican party couldn't control Trump. The democratic party sure as fuck couldn't control Trump. Trump was doing whatever he wanted to do. Even things that fucked us over, he still wanted to do. Even things that fucked us over economically. There's a bunch of things that fucked us over economically. You know what I'm saying? So they're not, they're not yo, they wanted him out of here. Yeah, no shit. You know what I'm saying now that's scenario number one. And which is very dangerous because now nobody's going to control him. What's going to, who's going to control him? You know what I'm saying? Now this is scenario number two. Again, if he doesn't go to jail, you know what I'm saying? This is scenario number two. Right now, the Republicans got the blueprint Trump wrote. Trump wrote a blueprint. That's very effective. And now the Republicans have it. They can see it. They can study it. Now all they need is a clean face. Someone with Trump's energy, but that can be controlled. Someone that's very presentable, but also spews that same dumb shit that he was spewing and it'll be over. I'm telling you right now, the Republican party has the blueprint for 2024 to get something started. They need someone young with Trump's energy. And then if he comes out of nowhere and starts talking about um, the black community and helping them out, it's over. It'll be over. Those are the two scenarios that I see. Because let's be honest, Trump did something very effective. He used social media. This motherfucker is tweeting all goddamn day. He used social media as a basically 
as a presidential campaign. Let's keep it real. He was on Twitter all day. You know for a fact, nobody had his Twitter. It was him. You know for a fact it was him. So because of that, this is a new blueprint that these people are going to go by. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying in conclusion, in conclusion with this whole thing, in conclusion, let's stop the divisiveness. Let's stop the, 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 you know, the, 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 you know, black, um, Latin people are racist, anti-black, you know what I mean? Because we could, we could dish it out too. You know what I'm saying? Every community is not squeaky clean. You know what I'm saying? Um, am I mad about Democrats seeing their election? Nah. I'm not because Trump did it first. So they're just repeating it. Fuck it. Um, but this goes to show it, it kind of goes to show that, uh, Trump has so much energy that they had to basically, um, start lying in order for them to win, which is insane, which is insane. Like I've never even, I, man, I don't think I've ever thought that I'll wake up to see something like this happening. You know what I mean? Never thought in a million years, never thought in a million years. But anyway, um, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, um, everything that I presented. Um, remember, uh, if you guys want to hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, remember I had the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. If you want to donate to your boy, go to my website, radicallatino.com donate button or cash app dollar sign radical Latino. You know what I'm saying? If you don't got money because of COVID it's totally cool. I monetize, go to my page, to my YouTube channel, watch a video ad will come in. You pay me. Thank you. Or go to your favorite podcast app and you can donate to me. Now, with that being said, I'm going to leave you guys how I always leave you. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. With that being